Welcome to FMLPL. I'm Alon. Walsh. Let's kick off with some housekeeping. Please go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. Follow on Twitter at FMLPL. Email and rate my teams and other questions at FMLPL at gmail.com. Check out our website, FMLPL.com. We have league info, links to our team, social media, and the store. Also on our website, we post lineup lamentations before every game week. And down the rabbit hole, our buddy Scott's new series. Lastly, shout out the top of the FMLPL table, Anton Johansson. Fucking crushing it all year. He's 87th ranked worldwide. So good on you, lad. I hope you. 87. That's cool. Yeah, it's fucking high. (laughs) That's very good. Um, And then, yeah, let's go to our teams. It's late night, Sunday night. So this is going to be a weird pod. Okay. Um, I'll kick off. So I ended up on a minus eight last week. Somehow I (laughs) took (laughs) took out three of my midfielders. I was thinking about the pod and kind of how the Merseyside Derby's kind of been a fuck fest and very low scoring slog of an affair the last couple of years and took three of my shares in attack of Everton and Liverpool out, uh, Mane, Barkley, and Coutinho. So that was not great, obviously, as we got lots of points there. But um, I got Zaha in at Chelsea like a crazy fuck, which was huge. Those points are huge. Those points even feel better, too, because you're a Palace supporter, right? Yeah, I mean, yes, that's correct. (laughs) And then I also brought in Alexis, who is fucking bad today, and brother of Jordan, who is very disappointing for me. Really thought that that game would have a lot of goals in it, and it was anything but West Ham really struggled. So that was was upsetting. Um, But he's got the sieve of defense that is Arsenal coming up next game, so... I hope he starts. I'm a little nervous. He's not going to start midweek. We'll see. But that's where I'm at. 40 points this week with the minus eight accounted for. So not good. Dropped 8K down to 76K. But Captain Kuhn was big with so many Captain Blanks. 8K is nothing also. Yeah, it's nothing. But it's also something. I mean, I I was just thinking... This afternoon, if Aguero had one more goal, and I mean that, I would have rose fifteen k probably. Yeah, like if I easy. got an, ec- yeah, it would have been. But taking I mean, a minus eight taken, and only going down eight k, which is basically just keeping your rank, is like pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. So I'm, I'm, and I took Mane out who's dead now, so I don't have to deal with that this week. And you know, I figured the other thing looking at the minus eight was it was either going to probably be a minus four this week and then a minus four for midweeks so when I'm looking at my team and shit. Yeah, and, for sure, especially with the mana injury. Yeah, so yeah, whatever. I like my guys. I've got one potential plan in mind that we'll get to at the end. Um, nah, that's it. What about you? How'd you do? Um, I did okay. I basically kept my rank the same. Also, I went up. 4K? Yeah, I went up 4K. 2K, not even 4K. So nothing, no change really. I got 47 points, but I took a minus 4, so 43. Um, Captain Vardy, fine. I mean, both of our what captains... Could have been? I mean, it could have been a huge haul. Mares was remotely as good as he's made out to be, but both of our captains scoring in a week when... Like Costa, Lukaku, Sigi, all blanked, who are all pretty much Alexis. captain. Alexis, who are all like captain higher than either of our guys, is like why we maintained our rank, I think. And yeah. I only got one clean. I think you only got Me one too. clean also. Yeah, and that, that's what separates In a week too. of a, five million clean sheets. So. They were like, like 
nine or something. We'll yeah, we actually like ended up getting burned by some of the non-playing players because I was looking at FPL Discovery and Macaulay was the second highest points contributor to overall teams this week. And most people, most active people, probably would have benched him this week because their defense is the worst thing ever and they're at Old Trafford. But then, like, people didn't have Walker, people didn't have Yorente, people didn't have other random fucks, and Macaulay got auto-subbed in. So that's a bit annoying. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I did fine. Vardy came in, did a job. Um, Ali got an assist, which is nice because Stanislas is a piece of shit, obviously. Sterling getting subbed at halftime was horrible. Um, Mane injury I have to deal with, but yeah, pretty good. Okay. Not mad. Not mad at I'm, many things. Macaulay is just it's insane. It's fucking insane, dude. It's, it's so, so it's so fucking dumb. Like it's so and, dumb. Uh, it's frustrating because the most template shit is like Walker and Macaulay. And That's what I mean. It's it's in the same week that. Walker, dude, whatever. Yeah, Walker gets scratched, and my colleague, what did he have? Eight points. Yeah, he got like two bones. I I mean, the bonus system took an all almighty blow this point this week when you're giving max bones to Jesus Navas. Who I don't even want to talk. It's just we've we've bandied it about here and there on the pod, and it's just. It's the kind of thing that I under. There's two schools of thought with bonus system that you get points for goals and assists. So why should you be rewarded that on in the bonus system? It should count other aspects of how you could contribute to the game. Which I that's fair. That's That's fair fair. to an extent, yeah. But it's got to be to an extent, and you know, you pick up a card, unsuccessful crosses. Doesn't really matter what you're doing with tackles. You're you're almost directly responsible for a goal against. It's a two-two game. You're not even a defender. You're playing. You know. Well, that the funny thing is, is I think that's, that's why. why he got Max Bones. Yeah, yeah because he had he probably defender-like yeah. blocks and interceptions tackles and tackles, and but he's like an attacking midfielder, so it's worth more, which is just so yeah. dumb. And I mean, they used to have kind of man in the stands, or it was more subjective, but. If you, there's 22 players on that pitch, and you're sorting them out or organizing them, and in, in how they've affected the game positively, and Navas isn't in the top 15. <laughs> I mean, he's in the bottom I mean, five of all players. He was one of the worst players on the pitch. You can't tell me otherwise. I wouldn't even listen to that argument. So it's it's a little bit of a mad one, and it's frustrating because it keeps happening. And I get it that there's these stats and it's plain as day. It's completely stat based, and that's fine. But you know, if you make a tackle at midfield on you know the opposing fullback who's like dribbling out of bounds, why is that counting in a bonus system? Like, why is that good? Like, that's bullshit. You know? Yeah. Also, I mean, it's just weighted poorly. I think like perfect example is United West Brom, where I didn't even watch highlights of this because I've been busy all day, but. I'm sure West Brom were horrible and parked the bus and United had all the possession. So just because Evans and McCauley get like more tackles or clearances doesn't mean they're like better than United defenders. You know, like yeah, Foster getting, probably wasn't better than De Gea, but he's just getting bonus because they shot more. It's so dumb. Yeah, it's also because you're getting bossed, so you're better in the bonus point system because you're on like the shittier you're team the shit that's team. fucking sucking. Like 
it should be good. It should be a positive bonus if your center back does nothing because that means you're just fucking dominating. Yeah, I'd rather like you're on the better I'd team. Bonus so. in that kind of game go to like like Carrick or something who probably completed like a fucking billion passes and yeah. just maintained possession the entire game. You know, and it's like you look over, look at the Liverpool Everton game. Ashley Williams had an assist. Sure, that's nice, but you let up three goals. You pick up a card. And he's directly, directly responsible, responsible for one for goal fun, yeah. for sure, and then half responsible for another goal. I mean, you lose the game. If you lose the game three one, you shouldn't be getting bonus points. Period. Like yeah, you, you lost just, the game three one, so you're yeah, you can't. It's all it's disallowed. <laughs> it's, it's it's just it's so frustrating. But it, it's I mean it's I guess not desensitized enough because it still gets me worked up. But I'm worked up. Way. I'm worked now. I'm I'm frustrated. Yeah, I'm, I'm worked just, up. Let's not talk about it anymore. I'm worked up. Um, all right, that's I got an opening question, sense. and then we'll jump into uh, a lot of questions this week. Um, this we'll is, answer a question before we have more questions. Yeah, we got a question. The question, question, question everything, Adam. That's question. my mentality. Um, so this one comes from Crosif at Man Like Crow on Twitter. He asks, "Who's the player most likely to murder his parents?" <laughs> oh. Murder his parents. Murder, <laughs> murder his parents. That's good. I really murder like his it. Parents. What do you got for me? Let me I think. thought I about it for time. a bit, like while well, before we potted, while we were getting ready, and I landed on Hooth. Bob Hooth. Bob Hooth. Why? Why? I just think. Okay, first of all, in my head, I'm like, it's got to be like a creepy white guy, because that's okay. who does that kind of shit in my okay. mind. You know, like okay. if this if the okay. question was like who's going to shoot up a school? Yeah. Exactly. You're in Minnesota. That's yeah, I'm like, is. okay, this is just like a fucking weird like creepy white person. That's that's okay. crazy. Okay. Okay. Ruth, check. Um and he just looks kind of scary for lack of a better word. Like his the his facial structure and his natural demeanor is just Bobby. like I'm kind of a psychopath and you don't. You never know what he's thinking about. You know, he's just like standing still, waiting for a set piece to be delivered. <laughs> he's not thinking about the set piece. I can assure you that he's like looking off into the distance, and he's just like he's thinking psycho- psychopathic thoughts. And I could see him doing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Who do you think? All right, I, I'm gonna. First thought that came in when you said a center back who's white was Ryan Shawcross, but I'm not going there. Not going there, Adam. I'm go. I'm going with taking it a little step further and thinking more physiological. Mm. If you're anywhere near potential incestuous relationships, and your name's Gelfi Sigurdsson, and your eyes are so close together, <laughs> you, you might have a <laughs> you might have a little pop at the folks. You might know. kill your parents. You might you might kill them. I mean, if you found out that your mom and your dad and, and your aunt and your uncle are like all brothers and sisters, maybe you kill them all. Yeah, <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shot, dude. Yeah, Iceland has the the dating app where they can tell, like, before you hook up with someone, you check each other on the app to make sure you're not related because everyone's related. I was watching this movie. Oh, it's too deep. Forget it. Yeah, it's Gelfie. I really want to hear about the movie. I'll cut it if it's not interesting. All right, it was on Netflix. It was an obvious Icelandic movie. The only thing in the whole country is like sheep. Wow. It was, it was very intense. Wow. I'm interested. 
I'm not going to keep it in the pot, but I'm interested. No, definitely don't keep it in the pot. <laughs> okay, let's go to what the fuck. Okay, where do you want to start? Let's um, start with Big Luke, absolute legend. He's a mod on Reddit, and he's a fucking great dude. Um, he has two questions, and I think they're two of the most important things of the week. So first is, I think most people are looking to bring in Zlatan for Costa before Tuesday. Do you think that's a good idea? And then also thoughts on a Mane replacement. I went for a straight swap back to Firmino, but would love to hear your thoughts. I should also mention I have Ali, Siggy, and Sanchez. So two huge topics. I mean, Costa out for Zlatan seems very nailed and obvious to me, but what about what are we thinking with Zlatan in general? Like Kuhn to Zlatan, Lukaku to Zlatan, like are these all good things or how fast do you want to bring him back in? I'm really not that fussed about him, to be honest. I mean mm-hmm. United are shitty. Mm-hmm. They have been shitty for months and Losing Mata, chief creative force, doesn't fill me with confidence. I mean, if you have someone like Lingard supplying you, you might as well have someone like Nava supplying you. Yeah, true. Granted, he's missed a few games and he's maybe a little bit refreshed from the break. Um, he's not explosive. I know they have Sunderland coming up, but they've got some tricky-ish... Fi- eh, I guess Everton proves is proving not to be a tough fixture anymore, looking at their playing fucking... With their injuries, Cliff it's Pennington a problem. And, yeah, they're they're ravaged without Schneiderlin. The the midfield Schneiderlin. It's so yeah, they're Eunice Mori, so, Coleman. Yeah, I didn't really think too much about that until this moment. Looking at Everton, that's not too bad of a fixture. But you know, they have Chelsea coming up, so they've got three game weeks before the double, um, where he's he should probably be the captain for everyone for that double in thirty four. So I guess it's a little bit better than I initially thought because home Everton is better than you know it yeah maybe better was than a it week was ago. a week ago yeah and then Sunderland, but. He's still not explosive, so I think him and Costa are extremely similar in that they're kind of just, you know, between five to nine points is sort of their what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't make that transfer for a hit, certainly, even though uh, Costa's clearly a little bit off the boil with the amount of chances he had this weekend against Palace and couldn't, couldn't finish one off. But I think... Um, He's also started picking up yellows again. Yeah, it's true. He's getting a little bit a little more frustrated. Yeah, he's himself, getting a little more dog face. Yeah, a little more dog face, a little more goblin face. But I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm just really not bothered by Zlatan. I don't. I don't think it's an urgent, you know, must transfer. And I, I think captaincy wise, for the next few, there are plenty of other places to look. I'm sure most of us have other problems, and he's going to come in on 34 and probably stay till the end of the season, or at least till 38 because he's going to have those two doubles. Yeah, but he they also, there, they also have Europa League, so. He's going to have to keep rotating to a degree. And one thing that they have not had all season is any form of consistency in team selection. And I think that's pretty clear that they've suffered for that from the goal-scoring standpoint where they've been really fucking bad at scoring goals all season. So I don't know. I'm still not too bothered by getting United in at the moment. Yeah, it's so tricky with Zlatan because... Not that long ago, he was pretty like must own when he went on like a little run of like kind of semi explosiveness. I, I don't know. I mean, I kind of feel like he should be brought in immediately. Like I do agree with you that he's kind of got the seemingly has like a cap on his points, kind of like Costa, where it's like you don't really expect more than like one goal. 
but he's really, really good in bonus and creates a lot of chances. And while there have been very few pens this season, he does still have pens. So, mm-hmm. like, any game where he scores a goal, it could easily be a brace if mm-hmm, just some mm-hmm. dumb thing happens, fine. which... That's fine. You know, and like you said, Everton, Sunderland are both now, like, really good fixtures. Then Chelsea's a nightmare, but then the double, I kind of think it's worth the hit. I mean, okay. Chelsea have been, like, just as poor attacking-wise as United for a while now. Mm-hmm. And, like... Costa not on pens and picking up yellows and openly frustrated. And Zlatan hasn't missed a minute of Premier League footy except for, like, suspension and injury or whatever. I don't know. I kind of think – I kind of like that hit, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just think yeah. he comes back right back in, home. They're struggling. They need – you know, they're in, like, desperate times right now. Yeah. I feel like true. he's just going to be fired up just like – Yeah. And- yeah. If he wants to play in champs next year, they better start not nil nilling West Brom. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And, yeah, right, I no. mean, well, well, we will have to see Europa though, like how much that fucks things up. I mean, mm-hmm. for him, it really shouldn't because he just jogs anyway. Like, yeah, he, he barely get, so, moves. Yeah, so he's not going to be like tired. And he just had like weeks off. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Zlatan, we're a little a little split on Zlatan, little but split on Zlatan, I yeah. but I do take your point about all those things. Yeah, we'll and then and then the Mane replacement. I mean, this is something that I'm okay. going to have to deal with, and most people are going to have to deal with. Everyone's freaking about it. So, I mean, I think Firmino, that's the ludicrous pick. Personally, I wouldn't even he wouldn't be on my like list of ten players to replace him with. I don't care what the fixtures look like. I think that Firmino already to me has proven to be on the like the third tier of their midfielders based on his returns this season. And lately, Lallana, he's been really good though. Nah, I mean, just looking at his log and looking what what he does. I mean, he gets like these little side pass assists that are fairly lucky, but he's not threatening. Like he's not getting good scoring opportunities. I, I haven't felt that way it's for a long time. Been less for a bit, yeah. That's and true. now with Mane out and Phil's a little bit better, and you know they have their magic together, but we're going to have Origi in the team. And everyone knows that when Origi's in that side, the only really viable attacker that they have to me is Origi because it just goes straight to him or they don't score. Yeah, because so he's so bad he's at build-up. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's just so bad at everything but like that final but ball. scoring, <laughs> yeah. So I don't I don't like the Firmino shot. I don't really like looking at any Liverpool midfielder, even though they have home Bournemouth, blah blah blah. I mean, I think Ollie and Erickson are definitely to me the two standouts if you don't have Alexis already. Mm-hmm. Um I really think that Sane needs to be right up there though. I mean, he's his his goal scoring and, and his recent starts is just he's playing like a ten million midfielder. He's yeah. so he's, fucking good. He's so fucking good, and he's nailed on ninety every. He never gets, he never takes him off unless if it's like you know eightieth minute. You know, take, yeah, it took him break, like but. a while to nail himself and like play consistently, and now he's just unreal. Man, every, he's, every game, he's just unbelievably game. good. I'm surprised when he doesn't score. Watching yeah, him every ninety minutes of City, if he doesn't score in those ninety minutes, watching like how he looks and his opportunities, I'm surprised. So. I really like Sané a lot. I guess it's like, oh, he's only seven five. Why would I go two million down? But it, you know, you got to kind of look past the price and look at the player. Also, then, like if you're trying to swap to Zlatan or you know 
or yeah. get Sanchez or whatever. Like people can use that money. There's a lot of like big guys that you should mm-hmm. own in, in this moment. Yeah. And then, I mean, lastly, this is very left field, but I think that Otsel's very much back on my radar. I think that they've got a couple doubles coming up. They've got a lot of really fucking shitty teams that they're about to face, and those are the games where Otsel looks good. And watching the way they set up today, dude, I mean, we, we were texting about it at the game. I think the most surprising thing of the game was how far forward Otsel was. He was kind of doing it earlier in games where Alexis wasn't playing central striker when Alexis was on the wing. Otsel was having so much license to roam forward, and he was playing as forward most of the times. And he was like off form because he hasn't played in a month, and he just looked completely gassed in like the last twenty minutes. But even when he's fucking up and being dumb, like he still gets an assist on a corner. You know, I mean, I think he's going to be a really good differential, and he's always got assists in his pocket. So. I'm very high on Otsul right now. Yeah, he, he's someone I'm looking at. Looking at the too. heat map, he was very central and just behind Wellbeck to be the second furthest forward on average. Mm-hmm. And touches in the box, he had the most of any Arsenal player tied with Theo. Yeah. So I think yeah. it's a good punt. He's got two doubles. I two mean, doubles that's another coming up, sh- and then short yeah. term home West Ham yeah. at Palace, which is a nightmare fixture, must no, be said. At Middlesbrough, home Leicester. Yeah. Yeah, he's got some pictures. Uh, and they're and out of Champions of, League, which is great. <laughs> exactly. It's the kind of thing that, you know, I'd rather double with Alexis and Otsel when they've got two doubles coming up than double on Ollie and Erickson, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, even though perhaps you could make the argument that both Ollie and Erickson are better than Otsel, give me two extra games and if the margin's a little thinner than maybe you'd think. Um, I don't know. And plus the differential factor, I kind of kind of feel an Otsel big time. I'm, I really want to get him in. Yeah, I like that shot a lot. Um, what about you? Anyone I, anyone I didn't talk about that you're looking at? Well, I mentioned just in the stats that I was just rattling off, I think Feo garners a little bit of interest, Feo. albeit getting subbed off on 70 minutes every game is horrible. He doesn't make it to 70. Yeah, I mean, it'd kill for 70, I guess, at yeah. this point, but... There's not that many other guys. Like, I have Mane. I already have Ali. I already have Sanchez. I've really been struggling. I'm not sure who I'm going to bring well, in. I really want you to get Otsel. Yeah, you are dying for me to get I Otsel. I want Otsel. I fucking want him bad. Yeah, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll trust my, my fellow Podman. <sighs> and the no, thing with Southampton, who also have two doubles, is they fucking uh, are bad. They suck. They're they fucking bad. suck, dude. They're they really suck bad. to watch. I want no it's part of them, dude. Like, sure, I'll take Yoshida for four or three. That's about the maximum amount of money I want to spend on Southampton. It's just the midfield. They have so many options, and they just all fuck up in the final third. It's like they have a. 20 Shane Longs. They just run offsides or they just fuck up. Yeah, the, and, the, the amount of offsides and just head in hands per Southampton match is just yeah. staggeringly high. Like, yeah, oh, Redmond. good opportunity, and you just, like, bends the wrong way, and it'll never go in from that angle. No, yeah. Very, yeah, so I think... Very annoying. I think they're definitely one to wait until the actual week of the double to see who you think might play both those games and then just take a punt. But I'm not trying to plan for the double with Southampton players. Yeah, totally. Um, so I'll, 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 
cover a couple other questions that are like pretty much. But I want to I want to splice my own question, and I want to talk about Everton for a minute. Just okay, yeah, let's talk about Everton. Tell I me. think they've struggled against top sides all year. That's no one can argue. Universal that. fact. You know, that's a fact of life. No Coleman was very very noticeable. They he's basically just a engine on the right all by himself. And when he's gone and they play some 20-year-old piece of shit who's really a center back playing out of position, I mean, I don't know if they were playing 3-5-2 or just five at the back, and they were just terrible. But they lose Schneiderlin in the middle. I don't know what they were doing with Calvert-Lewin. He was terrible. They have no supply. Barkley was trying to do every job on the pitch. And Gay, you know, Gay's defensive. They just have nothing in the middle. They have no width. Baines can't move. He's just slow as fuck, and he can't contribute or overlap really anymore. They're in trouble. I don't know how they're going to even look good against bad sides. I'm so worried about them. What do you think? Yeah, they were horrible. Um, they were horrible. It was one of the worst performances by like a non-Swansea or Sunderland team I've watched all all year. I mean, Lukaku had the same number of touches as Mignolet. He had the same number of touches as Mane, who played like 50 minutes. He had no shots. Zero. You know, like, as bad as Everton were, I think Lukaku is so good that he can still just, you know, upcoming, you know, they've united this week, which is bad, but home Leicester, home Burnley at West Ham. I think he's so good that, and they have enough quality in the side that he'll still probably be able to bully his way into some good chances which is kind of like what he's been doing all year. Like home, he just fucking physically dominates and creates chances. And Ross was trying to do everything on his own, like you said, which is not feasible, especially against like a super high-pressing Liverpool. But he still looked really good. And against a worse team, they can probably make some stuff happen. I just, I'm not in a rush to get Lukaku out, but I am a bit worried but I don't know. Like you said, to start it, I mean, it just has to be taken with a grain of salt because they were at, they were away when, and they're much worse away, and they were away against a much better team. Mm-hmm. And all those injuries, you know, it's their first game playing yeah. with those injuries. Like, but they're about to do it again at United. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm no, I like. mean, I'm not captaining Lukaku this week if that's what you're asking me. But. Having multiple Everton attackers or bringing in any Everton attackers or defenders is sounds like a really really bad idea. Like I wouldn't yeah. go near anyone right now. Yeah, they're Don't definitely fucked up. up anyway. I mean, like that's what I mean. Now looking back, you know, you're talking about Zlatan. I don't know. Yeah, yeah Zlatan to Lukaku. Like, why mm, not? Eh, eh, yeah, he's got two home bankers. Even though they are really good fixtures, I don't know if I would want to captain Lukaku based on who the other 10 men are going to be behind him. I mean, Zlatan has two more games than Lukaku. Yeah. Like, so, is, but is I, there I, any chance of any striker outscoring Zlatan from now till the end of the season with his extra games? Probably not, but the thing would be the timing of it because you can still go the next three game weeks yeah, and yeah. then get, you know, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know if it's worth holding Lukaku for those two home banks or if it's worth, you know, rolling the dice. And then it also comes back to the thing where we're talking earlier is like with effective ownership and, you know, how highly owned someone like Lukaku is, 
if you don't captain them and then you know you're rooting for them to like not score because you own it's them a and fucking you're not worst captain. thing that's also it's just not fun it's, it's, like, it's super like you, not fun it's like having it's fun. suarez two years ago or something it's just like which was yeah that was still fun that was fun because suarez, liverpool but, are more fun and i love him but like yeah or just even mars and party last year yeah. it's just like it's damage control it's yeah. all it is you're yeah, just controlling damage and you're not you know you're not playing with 11 men you're playing with almost like 10 and a half because you want that guy to just do nothing so that you cancel out everyone else who's captained him or something? I don't know. So if you're looking at the next three game weeks, Everton's toughest fixtures at Old Trafford this week. United's toughest fixtures home Chelsea in game week 33. Who would you rather have for the two other game weeks? So would you rather have Lukaku home Leicester and Lukaku home Burnley? Or is Zlatan home Everton and Zlatan at Sunderland? Probably Zlatan. So then it's already been written. You should just make okay. the change now. Okay. Right? Yeah. Maybe four points. Fuck it. Four points? I mean, he'll make that up. Um, yeah, come on. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> all right. What else you got? Um, so Alex CCJ on Reddit asked, what do you guys think about bringing in Feo? Those two double game weeks look tempting, but is it a fool's mission? It's always a fool's mission with Feo, right? <laughs> you're, you're just fucked from the beginning. You're fucked from... As soon as you start thinking about Feo, you're fucked. Yeah. And that's also... Granted, it's a two million difference, which is crazy, but... How many times are they building off the right today? You can count on one hand, you know? It's it's just... that's It's not their plan, normally. It's, Feo is so just auxiliary. And they're gonna keep trying to keep the ball wherever like Alexis is, and they keep it narrow, or whatever. But like that's why like Otsel is gonna play ninety, and he's on the set pieces, and he's getting him behind just as much as Theo is. Like, I don't and know. behind don't, more centrally, not wide. Yeah, no, yeah, I don't know Theo. He had the nicely taken goal, but no, that at was his, fucking trash, though. That was like no, it was a, trash, but it was like it was a Liverpool a nice conceding a goal. Was that City defending? It was just like a no, fucking clusterfuck. It was still a nice finish, but I'm just I don't know. Yeah. I think that I think it's a fool's, fool's Yeah, I think mission. it's fool's I think it's a, a fool's gold, fool's fail. Um, you'll take you'll take the seven pointer all day today, but I don't know if he's got real explosions coming like I feel like he used to do. He's just he doesn't get in the box like that threatening that much. I feel like he's lost a step since he used to be so much faster a couple of years ago. Well, he, he, like work, fucking, he like works out now. He's like kind of jacked. Yeah, he just fucking never plays 70 minutes either. It's just so much harder to get a double return if you don't have those last 20 minutes. So much shit happens at the end of games when teams are tired, you know? Yeah, teams are tired and you're chasing a point or chasing three points. Yeah, that's, 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 your, that's when you get your... That's when you return. get your fail, yeah. Yeah, and he's just not on the pitch ever. So yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't like him. I'm I'm off. I'm off him. Soldier 007 on Reddit um, asks: Is Man City midfield essential with their fixtures? Sane's looking good at the moment. So another very relevant question. And we both love the Sane pick, but is there anyone else worth considering in their midfield? No, come on. There's not, right? I mean, no, Kevin just is just mocking me. He's just laughing at me. He listens to the pod and he's like, "Okay, I'm going to turn it up a lot and get rid of me." But like, yeah, no, there, there's no way. There's you no watch one, the game today, right? Sterling. I mean, I, Kevin is still it, it, such bad value at ten four. No, he's too. And Silva, unfortunately, is just like no longer a fantasy asset. It's kind of sad. 
He's no, he's not a fantasy option whatsoever. He he's the assist to the assister. He's playing so much deeper. I think he's just like trying yeah. to pull strings. Yeah, he is, and and know, he's he just fucking amazing at it. But he's, he's just not, not he's fantasy great. relevant, unfortunately. He's, I feel like he's shooting less than he ever has in the Premier League, and um, I miss really him being like the best thing ever. Ugh, I know, dude. A few years ago, and he was like doing twelve and twelve. He was so good. Twelve and twelve, like that's so sick. Yeah. And the year before but, that, seven and twelve, so consistent. Yeah, but so, no, I think yeah, I think not. it's really just a one-stop shop. At yeah. Sunday. I mean, and when Sterling's back on his, I'm getting subbed at halftime for tactical reasons, then you can't come near him until I know I have him, and I'm games. so fucking miffed about that. Yeah, I mean that's just a, that's an easy hit for you though. You're taking out two. You're taking out a zero and like a maybe a one pointer. For just points, like that's a hit for you this week. That's done. Yeah, I mean, I've, I'm taking hits regularly lately, and I've been kind of titting, so not scared keep of a hit going. right now. No, keep it going. Um, Nuclear Guru says, "Is Origi worth? Is Origi going to be worth a punt over the coming weeks?" Ah, yes. This was my my only sec, my second and only question. I want yep. to talk about Nuclear Origi. Guru's so, got you covered. Go, what do you think? You're a Liverpool follower. What I'm a Liverpool man's. Um, Here's the thing. If you were, for example, on wildcard and you had the pick of the litter, I would not remotely consider Origi. Um, he went on that little run early in the season, but he was kind of bad. He just like would pop up with a goal randomly, kind of almost. Um, and his Everton goal was great, and I think he's like a good sub, but I, Liverpool's just so much worse when he's starting. Just... Firmino is so much worse because he's pushed out wide. Origi's not going to build up. The attack just takes a huge ding. And Lalana and Hendo are all already out, so it's not that promising. That said, there's a lot of shitty strikers or guys who are in bad form or guys who are injured who are in the same price bracket. And I think if you were to swap, say, Gabbiadini, Defoe, Dini, Llorente to Origi, I think that's a good move. Yeah, I think in the price bracket, he's outstanding. Um, I think he's the I'm, only guy that I would consider in the price bracket. Okay. Yeah, I just when they're when everyone else is out and he's playing in the middle, it's just you know he's gonna get those. He's gonna look like shit for seventy five minutes, but he'll get a goal. Yeah, he'll get a goal. I mean, he's he's gonna score. I think he's in, especially against bad teams against buses. Like that's what they yeah, need. Yeah, that's that's when we need Origi. Yeah, yeah, you need someone big who's just gonna fucking occupy space and like maybe do something on a set piece. You know, you don't know whatever. I I think he's a good. I think he's a good option. Yeah, all I was saying is like if I were for again in a made up world where I'm wild carding this week. I would not get him because I don't want to be in that price bracket and I don't think he's good long-term. I mean, we don't really know the details of the Mana injury yet, but I'd rather go like Vardy, Zlatan, and Lukaku or some shit like that than dip below. But if you're already there, which most of us are, he's good. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how I feel. Yeah, I, I agree. All right, anything else from uh, from the weekend's games you want to touch on that, yeah, we, that two, we missed that on? Two more main things. I mean, several people were asking about Alexis. Um, obviously, Arsenal have a really good fixture this week. Home, West Ham. So he's probably going to be the biggest captain. So that's a good reason to bring him in. But other people are asking, like, should we even bother? 
I still think you're playing with fire if you don't know Alexis. I think he's, you know, he's hat trick potential anytime he steps on the field, um, especially with his ownership starting to slowly rise. And it should just continue to rise, even though he blanked that he's got West Ham coming up plus the doubles. Um, yeah, I think you should bother. I think you should get him in. I'm going to captain him this weekend. There's not really another thought that's crossed my mind. I know he might be playing on the wing, and I know he was like more reserved today than with withdrawn roll coming back in deep to touch the ball and could, could pick the ball but he's just the best player in the league right now with Kane out so I'm just going to go for it again with yeah, him and, uh, and captain him I think you just you don't want to be in that position where like looking at someone like Lukaku and his team looks like fucking dog shit I don't mind so much and you know that no one's going to be captaining him but when you're looking at someone like Alexis who's the best player in the league He's going to be very highly capped in this this weekend, and if you don't own him, you're gonna you're you're in a big big trouble if he comes in with a double. Return. Yeah, you're just putting yourself at risk of not just like a red arrow, like a fucking dick fuck in your ass red arrow. Just yeah. this; these are the potential weeks when you could drop like 150k. Yeah, and he's why. Yeah, so. I think you should get Alexis. Yeah, that's scary. And then um, last guy that everyone was talking about is Alonzo. Cray, Cray of or the Yeo? I'm not, not sure how to read that. Maybe he's crazy for cocaine. Um, he asked, is Alonzo still worth his price given Chelsea's inability to keep a clean sheet? Thinking of swapping for a Middlesbrough or Southampton cheapie to free up funds or maybe Davies and for Tongan. Yeah, I mean, it's been frustrating, not going to lie. Yeah, I think when you look at the fixtures, you could very easily craft a world where getting rid of him is okay um, until the double, really. You know, they have some really tough ones for cleans, but I'm not I'm not going to go there. I, I think he's, he's still playing at, like, at a position, and he scored a fucking brace 21-pointer this year. And that was an in-away game, and that's when no one expected it. So there's no other defender in the league, in my opinion, that has that capability of actually scoring a brace in open play. Oh, no, so, no chance, yeah. And every game, you know, he hit the bar the other week. He's always putting in threatening crosses, and he's always shout for an assist. Even though they've got some tough fixtures, there's no reason why they can't keep three cleans in their next four. You know, City, Bournemouth, United, Southampton. You you never know. They're still pretty watertight at the back. I mean, they got done on the counter to a great team that you know would do any team on the counter, even <laughs> Barcelona <laughs> this weekend. So I'm gonna hold Alonso with confidence. I'm I'm not really too worried about the lack of cleans. I think that they're gonna keep their fair few for the rest of the season and. I've got other issues than fucking around with my defense. That's, and what, that's where I was going to go. Yeah. yeah. Like I'd rather be juggling midfielders for someone who has bad fixtures for better fixtures just because with Chelsea defense, I don't know if there is a bad fixture. I think I still think they can clean anyone and they maybe just need to refocus. Maybe this loss is what it is going to take. They haven't lost in so long. Yeah, stop that starting maybe, fab, like go back to the basics. So. Yeah, maybe they'll get Conte and, and Matic back in, but... Maybe this is what it ta- it's going to take for them to listen to Conte a little more on the training ground instead of just fucking around all the time. So. Yeah, I mean, all I, all I have to add to that is just watch the game. Just watch Palace and Chelsea highlights from the weekend. 80% possession. It's like, he was so good. Like, yeah. several of his crosses were like, that was inches from a goal. 
Like he could have easily on another day come away with like two assists and a goal, and that wouldn't have been unreasonable. But he was so far forward, and just so he's just so fucking good. There's just yeah, like Marcus you said, A, A, he's a hero. B, he hit me. <laughs> um, you want to talk about Palace at all? Good do. Let's wait until the transfer section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let, let's but let's I mean, move along because we're. Thank God I spent the extra for Bellerin's attacking attempt. Oh, oh my God! Ba- thank, thank God, God. you got Bellerin's fucking God top bun. Thank God in. I did that. I mean, why would I get the cheaper defender and Mustafi when I could get the attacking threat Bellerin? Bellerin. What's What's Featuring that? speed, <laughs> power. We got to let's fucking wrap this shit, dude. We got to yeah, we, we got to move captains, along here. Um, so you're capping Alexis? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's the very, very obvious captain. Um, I have Vardy, and I might do. Yeah, I would probably do Vardy over. He's Alexis he's home Sunderland. Mm-hmm. It's also yeah. like. I'm my rank is fucking horrible. My rank I'm three hundred fourteen thousand. So my chances at rising are something like this. Yeah. Own Alexis. Own Alexis, maybe he gets a goal. Own trick. Yeah, exactly. Captain Vardy gets a hat. You gotta chase that. I'm chasing that. that. Yeah. So like it'll probably bite me in the ass, but there's a small percent chance that I fucking fly. (sighs) No, I, I think it's fine. That's what I'm chasing. I think that's a fun shout. Besides Alexis, Vardy definitely is definitely worth a shout. Um, I mean, I don't hate Zlatan. Home Everton. Yeah, I mean, we just talked about their defense is legitimately decimated. It might be one of the worst in the league. I mean, like, Jags is bad. Jags is so bad. And Ashley is also clearly bad. Dude, I don't don't know what Ashley was on about this weekend. Holy shit. But if there is a. Bad. If there's a striker suited for Ashley and Jags, it's someone who doesn't who does run. not move. <laughs> but you still got. He's like still such a class, though. Like, yeah, you still got to like his close control and his passing and everything will yeah. still just like undo them. I think. Yeah. What about uh, what about Ollie over there at Liberty? I love that. Yeah, he was so good. Yeah, except for finishing. Except he missed a fucking sitter, but he's yeah. just two. Two sitters. Two sitters. One and a half sitters. Yeah, yeah I mean, 1.5. I think Ollie's a very reasonable captain, but I don't think he's nearly as good as someone like Sanchez home or someone like Vardy home against the worst team in the league. Okay. Like, Swansea still are like, they're horrible, but like, they're kind of competent. Mm, that's generous. I don't agree with that. You don't agree with hor- that? I think they're absolutely diabolically bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I, I mean, I, no, they're really. Their, what am I dude, talking about, dude? Spurs are gonna fucking fuck them. Yeah. yeah, they could really fuck them. I mean, when you look at their midfield of like Leroy Fair is a really bad footballer. I don't know how he's in the first league of English football. He's a tools Every time player. Him, he's like a five by five tools player. Like he's got size, speed, power. Like he can play with both feet he can play like he moved to right back last week like he can play anywhere but like he's not particularly good at anything 
but that's bad. why he's in he's, the league, if you're asking yeah, me. But, but he, but he's bad. He's just bad. He's really bad. Yeah. And then you know you got Jack Cork. I mean, their fullbacks. Naughton today was oh my god, so bad. Naughton. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, bad. I slept through the game today for <laughs> yeah. a reason. Yeah, dude, Naughton was bad, and like Alfie's trying to play diags because Federico can't make a side pass, like a five foot side pass. God, successfully. Can Federico get me a fucking bonus point? <laughs> no. no. Like no, he can't and fucking then, do like ah. Uh, and then it's the Jordan Ayew up top is just right. He's just falling over when someone touches him with his pinky trying to get a free kick. He's just so bad. And then yeah. they're real. Swansea's really bad, dude. I, I really want them to get You know who's good, though? Tom bad. Carroll's good. Yeah, he's, he's industrious, I think. But he, I don't know he had some he, really good moments and highlights yeah. Yeah, for me. Tom. I don't know about Tom. For me. Anyway, yeah, I think Spurs could really batter them. Spurs might we'll fucking fuck them. Yeah, it might be a it might be a Sun weekend. I don't know. Yeah, Sun is real. Yeah, Sun, sun had real. a break. I feel like they're not going to be able to deal with him at all. We'll see. That yeah, I mean yeah. the Jensen experiment lasted what sixty minutes. <laughs> sun yeah. comes on. He's like, "Are you kidding me, bro?" He scores yeah. immediately. Yeah. All right. I think that's about it for Kepler. Yeah, probably. Um, and then transfers. So you said you had a plan in mind. Jermaine Defoe. He's a problem, child. <sighs> last four games, Jermaine Defoe. Talk to me. How many points scored last four? How many goals scored last four games? Eight fantasy points. Eight Jermaine fantasy Defoe's points. stats in his last four four games net. Six penalty area touches in four games total. Holy shit. Four dude. goal attempts, two goal attempts in box. Zero shots on target. Oh games. my god! I mean, Sunderland has a guess who's not making scored. Guess who's not making another game on my team? Jermaine Defoe. Jermaine, he's gone. Wow, that um, is a sad, sad state of affairs. There. No, I, I just, I genuinely him, feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. the thing with Defoe is what I, I mean. I got him in five game, five game weeks ago. He's on ten points for me in five game weeks, and I was just. All season, we're looking at his consistency and his point returns, and his stats were never great, you know? They never ever always, are because some learn yeah, too bad. Exactly. Yeah. But they've never been like zero shots on target. No, they're never that bad. bad. And I don't think I really looked in the mid, like, you know, two blanks. I'm like, uh, come on, Jermaine. Three blanks. I'm like, all right, like, this is getting a little shitty. And after 10, I'm just looking deeper in the stats, and I'm just, uh, can't, can't. Cannot keep Can't him. Can't Yeah, he's got to. He's got to go. He's, he's gone. So I am. Uh, I'm going to bring him Benteke. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, I mean, he's got. How can you get him Benteke, dude? When he's chipping fuckers, he's got confidence back, and I think he might go on a little run. I think the even with fixtures, the pictures. This is what I'm saying also is looking at this. I mean, Wolf is just the god among men, but the fixtures from an attacking standpoint are actually very good. At Southampton, to me, is a good fixture with no Van Dyck. At Southampton He's, and home Arsenal, yeah, pretty yeah, good attack. Home Arsenal, fixtures. home Leicester when it's coming in between two legs of champs. Then True. the double with at Spurs, home, at Pool, home Spurs. So the bad fixture is home Spurs, but it's the double, so that's a freebie. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he's home Burnley, and then I'm wildcarding. So 
Why would I not have him and Will for it's all true. those games? It's true. It's very know. deceptive with like all the red when yeah. you like look at the fixture list. Yeah, but it's really not, it's really but, like, not from red a for... purely attacking standpoint. There's some green in there. Yeah. So I mean, even thirty-seven, like we won't have him because that's when all the doubles should be. But they'll be home hole. Like that's another good one. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing. I'm going to do that. But and then, Benteke over Origi, for example? Yeah, I mean, fuck Origi, dude. Like, he, does, he's not on Palace. I don't, I'm not a Liverpool fan. <laughs> like, give, me, <laughs> give me Benteke. The other thing I'm looking at with Benteke is that he's the most never-getting-subbed-off player on the universe Yeah, in a team that is fucking on fire. And, and I'm playing in, in well the end, and, you're bringing in a doubler, which is good. Yeah, and I'm bringing in a doubler, which is good. And, and I'm bringing in a player that I want to root for harder than anyone else in the league. So yep. I'm telling you, dude, he's a confidence player. I'm watching him all season and watching bits and bobs of him on Liverpool and Villa. And when he has the dick fuck to do a little extra touch and chip like that for his goal. Chip Courtois. Yeah, I mean, he's ready. He's that, he, hasn't, he hasn't done that in four months. And he hasn't had a moment like that in four months for for Palace, so I think he's going to come into it a little bit, and I think he's uh, I think he's prime. So I'm I'm going to bring Benteke in. Love that, dude. Second thing that is, is I can ballsy, dude. I love yeah, that. Yeah, fucking dude. Defoe's been blanking five straight. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, there's nothing, they're not losing points there for sure. No, I mean it's uh, so. The other thing I'm looking at is I've I'm I've got zero in the bank on a minus four to do Lukaku to Ibra. So I'm thinking about that. I love that. I think you should yeah. absolutely do that. Okay, I'm doing these transfers right now. Yeah. I mean, no one fell in price today, which is weird. Maybe I shouldn't do it right now. Are there press conferences this week? If there are, they'll be like tomorrow morning because there's only one day really to do okay. them. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. I'm at 76 k. I'm fucking sputtering around and like a no, fucking no, evil I, those wobbly are the piece of shit. Aggressive so. moves to do. Like, yeah. I don't know. What am I have to lose? Like, I'm gonna get my fucking wild card bench boost out in 36. So I'll rise a little bit there. But I mean, every, everyone has Lukaku, and he's probably almost near guaranteed blank this week. And I don't know. Maybe he gets frustrated, or he, I don't know. I feel like I mean, it's this is like the most fun time of the season, not just because it's towards the end, but just from an FPL perspective. Like we have those like huge ownership statistics, those guys that every single team owns, like Lukaku, which in turn allows us, you know, me to captain Vardy and you to get in Zlatan a week early and like nail those differentials and. Just the chance of huge rises is yeah. there, and he's got two doubles, so it's just more. It's just further yeah. setting myself up. Yeah, and Zlatan will be the highest scoring forward from now until the end of the season. There's just yeah. no one else that can really compete with that. Yeah, he has extra two games. extra games. Like, yeah. that's crazy. And, and he hasn't thing... missed a minute all season. Yeah. Because he doesn't run, so he doesn't get tired. It's great. And they and don't have another striker on their entire fucking roster. And Grant, I mean, I'm also thinking I've got my wildcard bench boost lined up, but the double in 34 is a big potential to rise. So I I think, I don't know, I've got Zaha in now already from last week. And You're going to have Zaha, Benteke, Zlatan, yeah. Valencia. That's nice. Yeah, and I've Middlesbrough got Alexis, so I'm, I'm, Well, I don't have that yet, but I will probably. But yeah, I'm getting. I'm getting... Just really focused on planning for that, which feels good, because I also think that these players have good potential for returns before then. So. Yeah. All right. So you like that? You think I like that move good? a lot? Yeah. Right, I think I'm, I'm it's gonna, a lot of time. Go for time. 
I'm gonna go for it. Home Everton is really good. Yeah, it's, it's a good really good fixture. They're shattered. They're gonna be shattered. They're shattered and they don't have a full week of like Komen doing shit in training to try and prep them up. They're gonna be just shattered. They got fucking lit up. Yeah, and their it's season, like that was the end of their season. Completely exactly. end of their season. And it's like yeah, like guys like Holgate who need time off right now to just be like to regroup. Like you have two no days time. off, go to Old Trafford. They, they fall to seventh place, and United and Arsenal have two games in hand on them. They have nothing to play for. Yeah, they're going to get fucked into a They're six draw. points ahead of West Brom, and there's no chance they overtake City, United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Yeah, probably not. So they're just, right. they're just stuck in seventh, and a lot of their guys are hurt. Wow, love it. Love my moves. What do you got going on? Yeah, for those team? are sexy, sexy moves. Um, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay. Unfortunately, I had zero time today to like look or think about shit, but the thing with Mane is I I wanna try and hold out and get more information, you know, because I can just play like I'm in three five two, but Ashley Barnes is home stoke this week, so mm. and in terms of like subs that's not the end of the world. Like, I don't feel really bad starting him. On oh the other God, hand, I still have Raz Sterling, who got you subbed off at Hazard. What? You have Snodgrass. I have Snodgrass, nightmare. <laughs> I have Ashley Barnes, nightmare. I have Raz Sterling, who got <laughs> subbed at half at Chelsea, nightmare. Um, I don't really know. I don't know. Maybe I should be fucking wild carding right now. I was just thinking that. I was like, oh my god. I know. I I'm like uh, getting by because the good guys I have are carrying my yeah, bad guys. Doing well. Yeah. But like I have bad guys. Yeah, you have some really bad guys. <laughs> but I have some bad guys, you know? But this is this It's is just boss. a matter of like can I scrape by? And that's kind of like what Scott was doing with in his like series of like shadow team versus wildcard team is like I am representative of his other team as if he didn't wildcard. You know, I have like a bunch of guys I hate who kind of suck, but like I have the good like like not many people have like Vardy, Sanchez and Ali or something like that for example, and they have huge points potential. Mm-hmm. But then like my other three midfielders are Mane, Snodgrass and Sterling. That's troublesome i don't know how to prioritize that dude i mean Monty's actually i don't know how to prioritize it that's the thing yeah i need more news i need to know how long Monty's out like if he's just missing one week then i can hide him if he's Mm -hmm. out for several weeks then like fuck that's Mm -hmm. all of a sudden he leaps in front of everyone else's top priority i want to get zlatan in soon but that's low priority because you know, Lukaku's fit at least and playing 90 as opposed mm-hmm. to like Snod and Sterling and Mane. Yeah, I mean, those are all bigger problems. Like, I think that's where our teams diverge is that I don't have, you know, bad massive, players, massive issues in midfield yeah. or dead players. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Mane injury was just so detrimental to me. Yeah, that was bad for Especially you. because, like, I already had Ali and Sanchez, which yeah, is like where most people are transferring to. So I had like a bit of a differential there in owning all three. I mean, I th- you, I think you should get Ozil for Mane. 
Yeah. And keep Snodgrass and yeah, start Ashley bench, Barnes. Bench, yeah, just bench Snodgrass, start Barnes, go three four three, and hope Sterling like doesn't not feature. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean would, that's, that's fair. And would, the thing with Sterling is like at Chelsea. He just goes in and out of form faster than anyone. Yeah. Like he's incredible for eight straight game weeks, and then he's the worst player on the pitch and gets subbed at halftime. Yeah, I mean, he was probably actually worse than Navas. I mean, he got subbed at halftime (laughs) (laughs) for Yaya. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Yeah. That's a dude, but I don't know. I mean, Otsel's mad. I think the sensible move would probably be to get Ericsson in, right? Mm, I, I guess so. I mean, I have Ollie. I know, but it's just they're still good. good. Yeah, no, they're both good. I I just much prefer Ollie. I don't fucking but know, both. dude. I honestly do not know. It's like, man, I'm not gonna sleep tonight. No, you'll sleep. It'll be great. Hmm. Yeah, I need I need more time to think, lads. But we'll post Maybe the lineup. Get, what about on. what about getting Wolf? In? I love Wolf. Yeah, you wanna, you I wonder wanna, if I could hang afford. Out. Hang out with me. I wonder if you I could afford Mane to Wolf and Ashley? Barnes to slot. Can do nice. put it punch it in. I'm I'm punching in the numbers right now. No, not even close. I only have nine one. If I go, Mane to Zaha. <laughs> That's. That's another big downgrade somewhere else. Yeah, well, I'm set up for three five two. So, like doing Mane to Zaha my, makes my fifth midfielder Snodgrass a five seven, which is okay. a huge waste of money. But fuck me, dude. Yeah, I don't know what to do. I mean, I so can, I, I don't so. think three five two is a nightmare for the rest of the season if you just have good five midfielders. <laughs> but I don't. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that three five two is pretty good, but it's a matter of having good five players. I don't know. I need time. I'll uh, right. line up lambs Tuesday morning. We'll you'll see what I do. I'm gonna probably have to send them in tomorrow night because I'm gonna be. Yeah, write them tomorrow night and yeah. yeah. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow on Twitter at fmlpl. Email us at fmlpl at gmail.com. Join our league. Like on Facebook, right on iTunes, and cheers.